Daphne, we all know that you both are in a blended family, a oh, very yes. harmonious blended family. <laughs> yes. uh, let's get back to the time when you divorced your okay. ex-husband. How did you tell Isabel at that time? Or was she just too young at the time to know? Isabel was very young. She was barely seven months when we started the divorce procedure. And uh, she stayed with mom and dad in Sabah. And I think after, I think she was just barely two years old. That's when I met Azmi. And Azmi took on the role of... Of being her daddy or her papa and she sort of grew up knowing that's my dad but I think over the years because I, I work with another NGO and I asked when is the right time to tell your child that the child is is adopted or fostered you know in that mm-hmm. sense yesterday that was exactly what the doctor told us that yesterday is the best time meaning as soon as possible right. so we sort of told her bits and pieces as she grew up and so she knows and the second child also knows that I was previously married Azmi was previously previously married and they're cool with it. I think it's just being honest but telling them pockets of yeah. information, the truth as they grow along here. Yeah. Does she have a relationship with her biological dad? No, she doesn't and that's fine with us. She's never actually asked to be quite honest. Again, maybe because she was just too young. Too young. Time. She doesn't know and anything she doesn't about remember. Him. She doesn't remember and for as long as she has been here, Papa is always Papa. So that's just how it is. But do you think if it was an amicable divorce and Mm-hmm. she had a relationship would you allow a relationship oh, with the father because I work with children I always always stress the best interests of the child so when a divorced couple come to me I always say whatever it is hold your grudges because you need to think of the best interests of the child they need to be loved they need to see a united front in parenting no matter how painful it is for the both of you and I would have done exactly that okay so you're also stepmother to Azmi's son mm-hmm. when did he tell you that he had a son. This is cool. So Azmi uh, met when we were at an event. Three months he was trying to get my BBM pin. That's how long ago it was. Wow. <laughs> on Facebook yes, he was messaging me. I still use it man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember finally on Facebook he said, when I finally gave my BBM pin and he was messaging me he said I said okay lah you know we'll have a first date. So three months ah, trying to chase me and I said okay lah you come and join me with me and my girlfriends for karaoke at 7pm at Sekian Sekian lah. He said oh sorry I can only meet you and I'm like basket you know <laughs> three months now you dwell mahal with me <laughs> and then of course at that time you know you sort of like the guy even though we haven't met we were just chatting you cannot be so desperate you know la. so I, I said eh oh this guy so I was telling my girlfriend I said like oh, you know so he arrives on the door he said 9pm right he arrives 9pm he comes in he says like hi you know like and of course my heart's like doop, 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 but at the same time like mm, mm, whatever he said I'm so sorry because I, I promised to have dinner with my son that was when I knew he was a keeper because his priority was his son I knew my priority at that time was my daughter and at least we were on the same wavelength in sense of where our relationship if it's going to develop into something more that our parenting roles is still priority and um, um, Azmi you didn't hesitate it first yeah. date told her that you had a son were you not mm. worried that she wouldn't accept that no I mean for me my son at that time I, I had only one child because going back to my rural days uh, I had two kids <laughs> rural days <laughs> I had two children. One passed away. I uh, had a daughter who died at the age of seven. Oh, no. So, both of them means the world to me. And then, it's only him left. So, of course, I was very much closer to him. So, I, anybody who I'm going to be with as a friend or as a wife or as a girlfriend, they have to accept that first. So, I have no qualms in that. So, I told her, I said, I have a son. So, 
I said, you're going to be my wife. Yes. And she told me she has a daughter. I said, okay, that's my daughter too. When did you find said, that out? You know, obviously, uh, no, 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 she, obviously you, you knew. You've been yeah. stalking her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean, when we met and she explained her story and all that, then it, it confirmed that, yeah, I know she has a daughter. Never bothered me. Okay. You know, I, because I always love kids. Azmi, you have a very close relationship with your stepdaughter, Isabel. How did you work your No, because, okay, I met life. her at two, eh? Yeah, she was about uh, two years to old. two years. So, all children at two years old, they're the same. <laughs> you know, they, they're always lovable. And you just need to be true to them, real to them. And they will always come back to you with the same reaction of how you are to them. If you are abusive to them, if you always call them, then they fear you. Then they'll be angry at you. What would you say to those who say that blended families are just dysfunctional? Maybe because the language that I choose to speak in my actions and my words is all positive or it's all affirmation. So broken is a very negative thing. Yeah. So yes, I would rather use something else. Blended is the perfect word and there are going to be ups and downs. Even in a normal family, you have your ups and downs. Mm. So it just makes life a little bit more exciting, I suppose. For me, there's no such thing as a broken family. That's either a family or not. A family means you are loyal, you are have each other's back at all times. So when there is negative or adverse things that comes to your family, and if it happens to one of the members, you protect them at all costs first. But when you don't have that, then you're not family really. Mm. You family know, doesn't have, have to be flesh and blood. Yeah. yeah. How would you advise other families, other blended families, to make their family work like yours? First, you have to put aside any pride that has been hurt. The most important thing is for you to move on. Other people don't want to move on. That's their own problem. I mean, if people cannot accept you, it's okay you just try yourself to reach out to whoever I mean your mom or dad or your siblings the most important thing to expect a no as much as you want a yes mm, if yeah. they don't want to meet up it's okay you have to accept that how about uh, you Daphne what's your view I think at the end of the day your ideal picture of what it should be really is what works for you so in this case if I don't have um, open arms for my in-laws and stuff like that as open as I wish it would be it's okay because I've got open arms from my family who are more than willing and that's enough. Every blended family is different. Focus on things that do work, make that solid and then the rest will follow. Alicia, what does a child experience mentally when their parents separate? Usually when the parents separate, there's a lot of things that's going on. There's a lot of confusion, not understanding what's happening. They may act out in their anxiety or in their frustration and in their confusion. But most of the time, they can sort of gauge something is not right. Yes, definitely, yeah. I mean, first, I think what they will experience at home would be maybe the conflict. Like they know that uh, there's some tension going on between both parents. Or maybe, they, you know, they overheard the arguments. And yeah, so that's what they experience at home and I think the home environment would be quite tense uh, mm. during that period. Now what's the best way for parents to explain separation or divorce to a child? Okay, well first of all, some people they, I mean some clients, they do come to me and ask me to explain to them but I definitely would usually encourage the parents to explain to the child or their children themselves yeah, mm. and the parents um, can explain to the children that they've tried their best to stay together but you know, to stay 
stay together, you need some kind of love to be able to stay together. But when that love changes, it's no longer possible for them to live together, even though they may still care about each other a lot. And that's why they choose to separate or divorce. But after all you tell the kids, I mean, mm-hmm. like I, I've heard like usually the child or the children blame themselves mm-hmm. for the separation. Yep. Yeah. So it is really important that to understand that separation and divorce affect different kids in different ways. Yeah. So some kids do get upset at first, like very, very upset at first, and others do take a longer time to digest what's happening. So I always encourage uh, my clients or parents that I know they're going through a divorce or separation that to emphasize to the children that they still love them very much mm-hmm. and separation and divorce is really not the child's fault. Because the guilt comes along and and they wonder, you know, is it my fault? Is it something that I did? Was I misbehaving? So the key here is to emphasize that the divorce or the separation is not their fault. How do you introduce your new partner's children to your child? Like if things are getting serious and marriage Mm -hmm. is in the books... I would still think that uh, an activity and outing together because they they will already know that, okay, their parents are together. So so they would already know and they would already expect in in a sense that whenever they go out, they will meet the other potential or future step-sibling. And I think time is needed in this case. So spending time doing something together, allowing them to get to know one another through those outings or through a shared activity that actually helps helps children to bond better. Now that Mm. both of the parents have decided to start a new family, let's say, what is the best way for a step-parent to create a strong bond with their stepchildren? I think first of all is really to understand that and allow closeness to develop between them at the child's pace because it is important for the parent and the step-parent to recognize that the child needs time to grieve because of that divorce or separation. So one thing is to give them space and understanding. So patience is important at this stage, yeah. And the other thing is I can think of is, you know, showing support and showing up and showing support to their interest, to the child's interest. So it can come in a form of like that parent offering help with their homework or really attending like a school performance or a sports game or really like doing what they enjoy doing, be it, you know, reading, sports, arts, music, Take an interest at so mm. and see if they would like you to join in. Yeah. Okay. Is it true that you should never say I'm your new mom or I'm your new dad? Is it wrong to say that? I think it's not so much of correct or wrong, but again we go back to how would that affect the child and where the child's understanding at this point in time. I, I think definitely, you know, do not put pressure on the stepchild to like the step parent right away and to accept that is the fact right away. Because even though that may be true legally now that they are the step parents of the child, we are really talking about forming of a new relationship which takes a lot of time and it doesn't happen overnight. 